tonight, before we get started, I just want to pray. Father, I thank you for this time. I thank you for your word. It's so powerful. It's so mighty. And it's uh, overcoming power in our life as we uh, feed upon it and as we rest on the promises and as we see your glory, Father, we thank you tonight will be changed in Jesus' name. Yes. Amen. Uh, so tonight I want to talk to you a little bit about the unseen realm and just remind us that there is an unseen realm. Yes. Um, the Bible is uh, you know, just full of, of wonderful stories about how impossible situations in the natural were turned around by the Word of God, by the Holy Ghost, and even holy angels, the intervention of angels, and uh, just to see the power of God in manifestation. And so we have to realize as Christians and remind ourselves that uh, we're not mere man uh, walking on this earth, but we're supernatural, new creatures, new creations in Christ Jesus, and that we've been born again. And to remind ourselves that um, that we don't continually look at this natural realm, but we continually look at the unseen realm uh, where we can operate in that realm by faith. So I want yes. to read 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18. And this scripture says, While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. Now, isn't that interesting that we would look at things not seen? Yes. It's almost a, a strange statement, isn't it? You're going to look at something that you can't see. You're going to look at the unseen realm. But here we are exhorted to not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are unseen. And then it goes on to say, for these things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. And in the Amplified, I like the way it says here, it says, since we consider and look not to the things which are seen, but to the things which are unseen, for the things that are visible are temporal, or they're brief and fleeting. Praise God. That's what I believe this thing's going to be. This virus is going to be brief and fleeting. But the things that are invisible are deathless and everlasting. And so we look to the life of God. We look to uh, that realm where faith operates and we see things by the eye of faith. Yes. And then as we see those things, we begin to speak those things, believing in our heart. And I believe mountains start moving. That's when the mountain moving faith comes into play. Um, and so I want to read Hebrews 11. Of course, we all love this chapter because of of uh, how uh, much we see faith is needed in our lives. And verse 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And and so the Amplified, again, it helps us a little bit with that. It says, Now faith is assurance, the confirmation, the title deed of things we hope for, being the proof of things we do not see, and the conviction of the reality, faith perceiving as real fact what is not revealed to the senses. Faith revealing uh, the real fact that is is not revealed to our five senses. Wow. So there's a sixth sense, isn't there? Yeah, there is. 
there is our spirit man and it is so real and God is so real and Jesus is real and the Holy Spirit's real and the holy angels are real and an innumerable company of angels. And so you're not alone tonight. Praise God. We are surrounded uh, with such great glory and such wonderful majesty of our Lord. So I want to uh, talk about the unseen, the invisible and, uh, you know, uh, this war right now that we're fighting, battling against is an, in, they call it an invisible foe, an opponent. And, um, and so, you know, we're fighting something that, um, is invisible to really to the natural eye. Um, but thank God we know that, uh, our God is stronger and more powerful than any opponent than any foe and as we look to the realm of the spirit the unseen the invisible uh there's a lot happening there and the bible describes a warfare it it describes in ephesians chapter 6 that we are in a war and that it's not against flesh and blood um the encourages us in ephesians 6 verse 10 to put on the whole armor of god that you may be able to stand against the strategies uh, and deceits of the devil. Yes. Now that what the devil's trying to do, we know from John ten ten, is to kill, steal, and destroy. He is a devourer, and he's very real. You know, for years uh, growing up, I thought he was just a, a little red devil with horns and yeah. a pitchfork. You know, and and we didn't know a whole lot about the enemy because we weren't taught a lot. But you know, the scripture talks a lot about our enemy. And the, the, the Bible says he is your adversary. And then it tells you who that is, the devil. And that he roams about seeking whom he may devour. And that's what his job description is. And what he likes to do is to devour. And verse 12 here in Ephesians 6 says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So this is all in the unseen realm that we're reminding you about tonight. And then it tells us here in Ephesians what to do. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand... In the evil day, there's evil days that come, unfortunately. Yes. And as long as we're on the earth, there's going to be evil because God, the God, little g of this world, the devil, uh, is roaming about. And so until his day is done, uh, we yeah. are going to have to resist him. And the Bible says that when we do resist him, he flees. Mm-hmm. So we're putting up a resistance. Amen. Amen. <laughs> we're resisting. Uh, the enemy and this, uh, this horrible devouring disease that he's tried to bring on the, on the whole world, really. So, um, the Bible says here, we, uh, uh, take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able. See, we are able to do this. We are able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand, stand therefore. Then it goes through this armor. Now, this is interesting. In the Amplified, it says, therefore, put on God's complete armor that you may be able to resist and stand your ground on the evil day of danger. And having done all, and then it says in parentheses here, the having done all the crisis demands to stand firmly in your place. 
And I thought that was interesting, having done all the crisis demands. You know, there are things our government is asking us to do and that we need, I believe, to do what the crisis demands. You know, what you talked about earlier, social distancing, staying home as much as possible. You know, uh, now they're saying wear a mask. Whatever they're asking us to do to keep ourselves safe and others safe. That's what the crisis is demanding right now. Okay. It won't be forever, but right now, uh, that's what the crisis demands. Um, so I thought that the terminology was interesting. We do what we know to do and what we need to do. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. All the the things that we've heard over and over and over again. And they're good things and we need to do those things. Uh, but then it says stand firmly in your place. And stand therefore and hold your ground, having, having tightened the belt of truth around your loins, and having put on the breastplate of integrity and moral rectitude and, and right standing with God. You put on that. You know, he's made us righteous, and we know that we have that right standing with God, and he's on our side. And um, so then we can fight this battle with confidence. Yeah. And having shod your feet and the, the preparation uh, to face the enemy with firm-footed stability, the promptness and the readiness produced by the good news of the gospel of yes, peace. Amen. <laughs> the good news is that we win. The good news is that he always causes us to triumph in Christ Jesus. Yes. And the good news is that always, he's John. made us more than conquerors. Now all those, all those terms are war terms. You know, if we're more than a conqueror, that means we, you know, we're in a warfare. We're through Jesus Christ because he's conquered the enemy. Then that makes us more than conquerors as we stand our ground. And then of course, you know, uh, the weapons of our warfare. Well, that's talking about some battles, but thank God. Uh, through the, the firm-footed stability, the promptness and the readiness produced by the good news of the gospel of peace, lift up over the covering shield of saving faith upon which you can quench all the flaming missiles of the wicked one. We can quench all. You know, the, the King James says the fiery darts, and, and that's fine, but, you know, I, I think that we need to read sometimes... This other translation, because it says flaming missiles. I mean, this is serious war. It's not like a dartboard where the, you know, the devil's throwing darts at you. I mean, it's, it's a threat and it's a serious threat. And these are missiles, uh, firing missiles, flaming missiles of the wicked one. But the Bible says, take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God praying at all times on every occasion and every Season in the spirit yes. with all manner of prayer and entreaty. So then we fight this battle in the realm of the spirit. Yes. And it's a fight of faith. And the Bible says it's a good fight. I uh, remember Brother Hagin saying, if you're fighting any other battle than the, the, than the faith battle, the battle of faith, you're in the wrong battle. Yeah. You know? You're fighting the wrong, um, you're, you're swinging around at something that is, it's not doing any good. But when we use these very powerful weapons that God has given us, we win every time. Yes. We absolutely win every time. Even when you think it looks like in the natural realm that you're losing, 
when you look over in the spirit realm, you see the victory. Yes. And God opens your eyes, the eyes of our understanding, to see what's really happening. Uh, we saw that in the Old Testament when the prophet and his armor bearer, you know, yes. and they're in a bad situation, surrounded with uh, thousands of enemy soldiers. And, you know, uh, the armor bearer was frightened and said, you know, what are we going to do? And the prophet said, open his eyes, Lord. And he saw... In the unseen realm, he he began to see what was really going on in the angels of God surrounded yes. and uh, how they got were delivered from that. So I think just, yes. again, looking at the unseen realm. Now, back in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, I hope you're receiving some things tonight to get your eyes a little higher um, off of, of just the natural because um, we are people of faith. The Bible says we walk by faith and not by Sight. And so we have to operate in this realm of the spirit to be victorious. Now look at again at 2 Corinthians 4 verse 13. We having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believed and therefore I have spoken. We also believe, therefore speak. And so this is the activation of our faith. The spirit of faith is believing now that's not of the five senses. That's you're not going to find that find that in your senses in the sense world. This believing is uh, in the the unseen realm. Belief and then speaking. Praise God activates your faith. And uh, you know we we can whatever we feed on is really what it's going to be out of the abundance of yes. our heart. You know it's going to fill up our heart. So if we if we're filling up our heart with things. Uh, well, I was talking to my daughter the other day and I said, do you remember, you know, the news right now? And, and I know they need to report, but it's just interesting, um, how it's gloom, despair, you know, that he haul yeah, gloom, agony on me. despair, agony on me, deep, dark depression, excessive misery. Remember the song? Yeah. Well, she didn't remember it because we're a hundred years old and she's, not. <laughs> but, yes. but that's, you know, the, the, when you're continually hearing that, uh, then, then it gets in your heart, and before you know it, you're speaking it too. Yeah, but thank God, you know, we can reverse that and start putting the wonderful words of life in our heart, and and before you know it, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth is speaking, and our faith is activated, yes. and our faith is working in the unseen realm to cause wonderful things to happen. Amen. Amen. And just one more thing I wanted to say tonight from John chapter 4, because... Uh, some of us have, have gotten a little weary of this. Uh, I had someone say to me the other day, I'm ready for this to be over. <laughs> and I think we've all felt like that at times. Oh, sure. Um, and, and Jesus, when he was, um, in John chapter four, he had traveled, um, and the Bible says that, um, he was very tired and he sat down at the well and he was evidently hungry. I think it was around noon. The Bible says, um, so it was lunchtime. Well, his mm-hmm. disciples went to get food and he sat down. He was tired and hungry. You know, that's a bad combination, tired and hungry. Mm-hmm. But there was a, wo- a woman there that needed some help. And um, she he began to talk to her and really start ministering the life of God mm-hmm. to her. And I, I just want to encourage you sometimes through this, you know, we get weary, we get tired. Um, frustrated and, and a lot of other things, a lot of other feelings emotionally that come up. But, you know, if we can begin to minister to one another, 
to call somebody and FaceTime someone, encourage them and, and speak the word and, and, and pray for people. And when you do get a good word for them, you know, call them or email them yes. or text them and keep in touch and keep encouraging because, um, after Jesus ministered to this woman, then his disciples came back and, and, and in verse 31, it says, his disciples said, you know, master, you know, come, you can, you can eat now. And he said, I have meat to eat that you know not of. And they said, has somebody else brought you some food basically <laughs> because you look better and you, you know, right. evidently he had lightened up and because they noticed a difference in him. And he said, my meat is to do the will of God that sent me and to finish his work. Talking about finished work, isn't yeah, that something? Wow. To finish his work. Right, that's right. And uh so he, you know, he he gained strength from ministering to this woman. And and, he, and of course she did too, but but the when you start uh lifting up the name of Jesus and and looking to our victorious realm, the realm where the devil has been defeated. And talking about his defeat and talking about the life of God, I'm telling you, it will energize you. Yes. It's good for your immune system. Talking about, okay, zinc and vitamin C and vitamin D and all these things that uh, help build your immune system. Yes. Well, um, 80% of disease and sickness is caused from stress. Yes. So the a really good thing to do is to use this word as medicine by talking about yeah. it, singing, amen, Amen. And rejoicing and then ministering to other people like he did. Uh, my daughter called me the other day. She said, do you think you could do a Bible study with, um, you know, my little grandson and, uh, his, her, her son? And I said, of course. So we've been FaceTiming doing Bible studies on, you know, just real quick little stories and from the Bible and encouraging and, and it's really been a blessing, not only to him, but to me. Yeah, amen. So, you know, come up with ideas where you can um, bless other people during this time and be a, be a light in the world. And, um, and I just believe that it'll, the joy and the peace and the love of God will flood your heart and soul as you do that. Yes. Pastor amen. David, you want to come and add anything or? To that or receive the no, offering. Why don't, why don't you finish up there? I'm sure everyone would rather see you. Than me. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, yeah, you want to talk about the, the how to give and how to continue to yes. be a blessing. Yes. For our regular church members, also, if you would like to tithe tonight or to give offerings, of course, you can go to graceharvest.net. And it describes the different ways you can give online. If you're a Horton partner, if you would like to be, or if you're already a partner, the same thing, you can go to graceharvest.net or to David Horton Ministries. Well, it's hortonministries.com. Or hortonministries.com now that we're both together. <laughs> right? Yeah. Married, the married S- Horton. Your sister David. <laughs> sister David Horton. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> So, uh, hortonministries.com. Yes. And, um, it will direct you on how to do that and how to give. And we encourage you to give. Now's the, not the time to back off giving. You no, know, I think that, uh, during times like this, uh, God always directed people to, um, to just give. Sometimes, you know, they were asked to give what little they had left, you know, yeah. and, and yet God multiplied it and blessed it and, and, and did marvelous things in their finances. 
So trust the Lord during this time. It's not, it's not good to trust in the natural realm. Look to God and trust in the Lord. Yes. And we always need to anyway. Yes. Even when things are fantastic, we need to put our trust in the Lord. Um, so let me pray with you uh, about your giving tonight before we go. Father, I just thank you that it is each one uh, gives our, the members of our church as they tithe, as they give offerings, and, and as our partners or others uh, feel led to give, Lord. And we just pray in the name of Jesus for their lives right now to be flooded with peace and joy and love, to know that you're on their side, that you've not left them, that you've not forsaken them right. at all. But truly, the opposite is is true concerning them, that you are with them always, that you're there yes. as provider, as supplier, as healer, as deliverer. And uh, Lord, that you do exceeding abundantly above anything that right. we can ask or think according to the power that works in us. We thank you, Lord. We bless everyone listening. We thank you for encouraging them during this time. And and may they know they are a light in this world. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.